This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Yeah, we made it. You just talk. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Vice camera action. World, welcome into Moneyline. It's a big, big Sunday because we got two big NFL games to get down to and two NFL games to break down as to what happened because now we have a little bit of a picture of what's going to happen in this NFL playoffs because the road has changed. Two number one seeds go down. And we're going to get to what that means from a gambling perspective, what that means today's games. From a fantasy perspective, anything. If you have a bad beat to get off your chest, the phone lines are open for you. You know what time it is because that's 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 my partner in grind. That's at Josh Jordan ninety seven five on Twitter. Josh Jordan, what's going on, Jerry? This is my favorite weekend of the year for football, man. We got two more big games. I'm pumped. I'm pumped as well. It's a big, big weekend for sports in general. We had the big UFC fight tonight. My man Sean Mapes behind the glass is going to be making sure that we stay in check for the next two hours because it's going to hard, be hard to contain the energy I have. I'm I'm pumped, man. Like the, those games, just the way the things went down yesterday in those two games. If you have anything to say about them, 713-780-3776 at Moneyline975. If you want to get it off your chest, it's a get it off your chest Sunday because I know... uh one Aaron Rodgers is waking up today wanting to get something off his chest. How did you feel about the way that that game went down? I was excited. I'm I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers fan, and I bet against him, and I made some money, so yay. He uh, Apparently, he wants to spend more time being an activist, so he's going to have a lot more time since he's been eliminated from the playoffs. He can focus on that and not football, and who knows? Maybe that's his last game, and it's pretty amazing if that ends up being the case that Favre and Rodgers only got two Super Bowls out of all those years. You know, so many missed opportunities. And part of the reason I, I don't like Rodgers is because he gets compared to Tom Brady. That, that shouldn't be the case. I mean, he got eliminated again. I mean, he's not even in the stratosphere of Tom Brady. Let, let's just stop with that right now. Hashtag by Aaron has been trending ever since the game ended. If you go to Twitter right now, there's all types of shots. They said everyone didn't know that this, the type of vaccine that or, or whatever he took makes you choke in the playoffs. <laughs> um, yep. Just just random things. They're, they're hammering at him. Just overall, man, it, like what you said, it's going to stick. It's going to stick around for for decades to come because for the. For the history of, of football, the history of that I know in my football watching life and going forward, what I have left of it, whenever you say top 15, top 20 quarterbacks, Rodgers and, and Brett Favre are both going to be in that conversation. Yep. So then you ask yourself, why only the two Super Bowls? Does it have to do a lot with the coaching that they had at the time? Does it have to be of their rebel mentalities? Because if you see, they both had that. Mm-hmm. There was There was issues. Can we say it's the organization? No, because what more of, a, of an organization that supports you as one that's backed by the fans? Mm-hmm. So what is it that made the Packers only be able to come up with two if this is the last time? And as I look up, Rodgers is walking into the tunnel last night, and it's what if that's the last time he does that there for the Packers? I bet you Cowboy fans would say, I blame Mike McCarthy for Aaron Rodgers only having one Super Bowl over all those years he was coaching them. And, God, that guy's terrible. He should be fired. We, we've, I've never been a big Mike McCarthy fan. And we heard rumors that Aaron Rodgers would just laugh at him in the huddle and change all the plays, and they didn't respect him. The stuff about they'd be going through their walkthroughs and he'd be up in his office getting massages. You know, <laughs> like, he's terrible. And it shows that they weren't able to, to do more. I mean, remember Jordy Nelson? and I mean, they had some incredible offenses back in the day you know Favre had a lot of good chances you know you can't blame Mike McCarthy for everything but I mean that is 
quite a sh- and then think of all the Super Bowls Tom Brady's been to. I have mean, they done enough as an organization? Because sometimes you say, man, they didn't put enough pieces around them. Have they done enough since the Jordy Nelson, the the uh, at that time the old school club uh, Jones mm-hmm. with the hoodie Jones coming yeah, out? Yeah, James Jones. Uh, Donald Driver was with Favre, right? Yeah. So like, did they do enough? Greg for, Jennings. Yeah. Greg Jennings, right? It seems like there was always with. With these guys, there was always like two receivers. Yeah. Right? Like the, the, the driver Jennings and, you know, that you draft the, them in fantasy every year. Jordy. Yep. Cobb. And then they slowly every year tried to get them to tight end. They tried. Yeah. Jermichael Finley was great Cook. for like that one year. They brought in, I mean, they yeah. brought, they just brought in, Jermichael Finley was the, the fantasy darling of the world that, that, that season. And if you're thinking right now, you're like, damn, I'm old, Jermichael Finley. <laughs> yeah. They even tried to bring in Jimmy Graham. I mean, they try to bring yeah. in names and it's, so have they given him, they, they gave Aaron Jones his money. Yeah. He, so at this point, why only the two titles? Because it can't, it, it's not a matter of, well, they didn't get to the Super Bowl because all the time because the Brady era, you know, or just how people are going to use the Warriors era in basketball. That's why I didn't. Well, why didn't he at least just keep going to the Super Bowl? Then why? Why is it? Why does it end like this? It just doesn't seem right to me. Just the way to see it. A lot of people were with pleasure about it. And I'm not sure if it's so much the, the person that he's shown that he is in the last year, maybe. Not even just the vaccine stuff, but just preseason stuff. Just yeah. just going. He's no. got some jerk in him. At least that's the the perception. Going nomad, basically, in the middle of yeah. coming off of, of a MVP season. Right now, basically, the front runner to be MVP again. And lying about being vaccinated. I mean, it, people didn't like that. It, what, whatever your stance is on it, people don't like being lied to. So then, what is it? And again, if you're out there listening, if you're a Packers fan, if you're just a fan of football, if you were around to see a lot of the Favre days, Favre's trending right now as I look on Twitter. Um, what was it? What's the well, difference? Remember Eli beat Favre in the cold to to go to the Super Bowl? You're right. He didn't. And the, they didn't have to deal with the AFC guys. You know, Rodgers, you know, Peyton Manning and, and Brady were either with the Broncos or Colts or Patriots. So he had a line all those years. In the last two years, I think, is the big point of the argument, Jerry. Home field advantage, and he lost both times. Both. Lost to Brady last year, and he played terrible in that first half last year. He played well in the second half, but he dug too big a hole for it to matter. And then yesterday, he didn't play very well. And there were, you, did you see some of those shots where he's throwing into double coverage to Devontae Adams and other guys are just running wide open? Well, you make a great point because if you see how that game started, Devontae Adams had three receptions on that first drive, right? But what happened between the 20s when it mattered or on plays where it mattered, third downs, they were doubling. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, we'll, we'll double Devontae Adams. The 49ers says, we'll du- double Devontae and we're going to just rush our front four. And we're going to fall back, and we're going to see what you're going to do because our front four are getting there. Yeah, Bosa had a game. And then what happened? It would make, it made that the pocket have to be moving constantly throughout that game. Even the the big play right before halftime where Rodgers broke out of the pocket and Jones just broke, broke freely. Just that right there just showed you where that game was. And Shanahan, once he realized, and, and not even to say that the Niners, because many people that kept the Niners were, they're going to run it down their throats. It didn't really even just exactly happen like that. It turned yeah. into a... Man, you can't score right now. Neither can I. And if we can shorten this game, if it gets to the end and there's any mistakes, and it comes down to special teams, that game was lost on special teams. You're talking about a blocked kick. You're talking about a a blocked punt for a touchdown. And then at the end of the game, whenever your season's on the line, you have 10 men on the field? Yeah. To, for, to try and block that field goal. Terrible. But it's also the points, right? Like, Rodgers didn't score enough. They scored 10 points. I mean, they scored a touchdown in the first quarter. They were shut out in the second and third quarter. And then they got a field goal in the fourth quarter. That's not going to get it. If you're the, one of the best quarterbacks ever, that's on Rodgers. Yeah. No, it is. It's a little bit of everything because Roger. I just don't even know what the game plan was. Like at, um, when they came out, Dylan scored that touchdown. You thought, okay, this is going to be a classic Packers in the cold then you find yourself Matt LaFleur turning into Jason Garrett as the clapper pumping up the Green Bay fans. You think, do you think that a Green Bay Packers fan needs you to pump them up? Get serious here. Yeah. 
Do you honestly think that a Green Bay Packer fan, after sitting outside in the cold, I mean, this is what they live for. A night game. This is what they've been they drinking live. all day. All full of whiskey, <laughs> full of dark liquor. They're out there. You think they need you to pump them up? They're going insane. This they know more. They they know what's up at stake. They know that this is the last time they might get Rodgers. And he's over here worried about that. It's just a lot of, I don't know, a lot of, and I'm not going to say necessarily the coaching was the the problem in that game, not that LaFleur committed so many mistakes, but he was outcoached towards the end of that game. The the pump block, they weren't even attempting to pump block. It just, the guy got loose. He got a clear lane and he blocked it. It's It's just little things on the special teams. You see 10 guys on the field in a play like that. I mean, who's on the headset? Special teams, yeah. coach, head coach, who, who's out there saying, what the hell's going on? Yeah. What are we doing here? And it's interesting. They're kind of built similarly, right? The Titans and the Packers, where A.J. Dillon's kind of their Derrick Henry, you know, LaFleur came from the Titans, and they both were the one seed, and they both got eliminated. And I, I find that kind of interesting that they're kind of built the same way, but they both lost. And Garoppolo, 131 passing yards, no passing touchdowns, and a pick, and you lost to that guy. If it ends right now, basically with the resume that Rodgers has, and don't get me wrong, because I believe that he can still get a lot of individual awards and who knows where he goes. But as of right now, is he ahead or behind Peyton Manning? Oh, behind. I mean, Peyton's got two Super Bowls, you know, until Rodgers wins another one. I We forget what Peyton Manning was, you know, like when he was with the Colts in that incredible year with the Broncos where he threw like 50 touchdowns. Like time makes us kind of forget how amazing he was. He limped into those. Yeah. Remember, he was limping into those playoffs. Broke the the, the touchdown record here in Houston. Yep. I mean, they they stopped the ball. gave the game gave him the ball. He was waving at the fans. It was it was a celebration. It was. And I just say the reason because obviously the 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 Super Bowls, but there was a lot of history and and the MVPs and and for what not Rodgers and who knows what he's about to do going forward. But for a while there, like you said, a lot of people try to point paint him into that conversation of the of the Brady and Peyton Mannings, and then eventually Brady, as of late, was able to break away from the Peyton Manning and say, you know what, like I'm on my own, mm-hmm. I'm here. Peyton's cool, but he's just he's still here, he's still below me. And then now it's like, okay, who's on that tier? Is Rogers on the Manning tier, or does it come down to a point to where like, no, he's not there? He doesn't even have as many Super Bowl wins as Eli. I mean that that should tell you everything. You know, it's he's got to do it again. That that's getting to the playoffs isn't enough. You know, you got to win Super Bowls, and he's had opportunities. He just keeps losing. Now, as the odds over at my bookie have come out, do you agree with the if you're a betting man, which I know you are, with the Chiefs being the outright favorites now at around three fifty? That sounds about right, and I trust my people at my bookie because. They have the best lines. They have the best customer service. And you can do live betting. Guys, if you haven't set up your account, what have you been waiting for? Those games yesterday were amazing. Like We made some money. We did well. And today you have another opportunity. You got Tom Brady. You can get him for last time I checked, it was under a field goal. You could get the, the Bucks in that game. And then, of course, the Bills and Chiefs game. I think I'm going to be on the Bills just because I like the points. But, guys, the way you get that going is you want to get them to match your deposit at MyBookie. That's the great thing about MyBookie. You deposit 200 bucks, they will match it. You deposit 500 they'll match it. Then you have all that money to gamble on. And the way you get your account started, you go to MyBookie.ag, and you're going to put in promo code BET975. Go to MyBookie.ag, promo code BET975. They will match your deposit. You'll get going for all the games. Jerry mentioned uh, the UFC. We got NBA going on. I know Jerry's had a lot of NBA bets that he's been cashing on. I've been seeing them on Twitter. So you go follow Jerry Bo Sports on Twitter. You get your MyBookie account, MyBookie.ag, promo code BET975, and get everything started. Get them to match that deposit. Start making money. Guys, there are two more big games, and, of course, we have the Super Bowl coming up. You want to have your account. You want to bet on these games. You want these Super Bowl props. Get that account started, MyBookie.ag, promo code BET975. And remember, guys, bet on any. Anything, anytime, anywhere, it's my bookie. ESPN 97.5. <laughs> it's dead real.
Yo, why is Jada Kiss as hard as it gets? Why is the industry designed to keep the artists in debt? And why them dudes ain't riding if they party your set? And why they never get it popping but they party to death? Yeah. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back. Shout out to everyone hanging out on twitch.tv backslash ESPN 97.5. Come kick it with us or give us a call. 713-780-3776. Where do you stand on the Aaron Rodgers situation, on the Packers situation as a whole, as a organization, as a franchise during the Rodgers, during the Brett Favre era? What was it? What is it to these types of quarterbacks? Did the quarterback get bigger than the organization itself? And, and this is what we have. Is it a matter of coaching? Because, Right here from uh from our guys uh, or or it's actually on the t- uh, text line excuse me two eight one says Packers fan can't blame McCarthy. Mm. What does that mean? You, why couldn't? Why well, they couldn't blame him for yesterday. That's for sure, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, but Cowboy fans blaming McCarthy right now. Trust me, I'm married to one. Yeah. <laughs> why, why do you think uh, someone would make that statement? Is it? Who's to blame on then? And 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 I asked this in question form. And if you're out there listening right now, two eight one, call in. I want to know your 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 view on this. Why would Packer fan not be able to blame McCarthy? But and I'm not saying he can't. There was a lot of. It's just now you're seeing it's everything's good when you're winning. But again, we say they they weren't winning Super Bowls if there's only been one in this Rodgers era. So what is it that kept kept things? Undercover until now, is it because Rodgers became just that much more outspoken? I think that's part of it. And, I mean, obviously you're good enough because you're in the mix every year. You've locked up home field advantage, and you keep blowing it. And he's not playing well in these games, you know? And that's that's the thing about Brady is, I mean, look at what he did last week. You know, he came out on fire in the playoffs. And in the big games, Aaron just – like I said, last year, the first half, he was terrible. And that's what it is. In the biggest of games, he hasn't played that well. So that's partly on Aaron. And I mean, there's no getting around. I wonder, do you think he'll be back, just your opinion? I kind of think he might move on to another. And there'll be a, every team will be interested, of course. Oh, yeah. He's out of there. They interviewed him last night, and he said he's not um, going to be part of a rebuild. Mm-hmm. And that he knows that a lot of contracts are up. And that he's going to give it a lot of thoughts in the next few months. He's out of there, especially if Adams. I mean, they might have to franchise tag him. Right? Yeah, and when and and there's a lot of trouble with the. There's only about there's only one team literally that's in worse cap trouble right now, and that's the New Orleans Saints. Other than that, I, I believe that the Packers are up against forty four million against it with having a Adams to to figure out. I have to pay, and I've. I don't know if you saw this. Sean Payton hasn't committed to coming back because he realizes that cap hell that they're in. Who knows what what they're going to do at quarterback? If it's Taysom Hill, the Michael Thomas thing has been a disaster. That's interesting. On the other side of the ball from yesterday, what do they do with Garoppolo? You know, like I mean, he's going back to, you know to an NFC Championship game, and I think a lot of people would be interested. Could you imagine Tom Brady versus Garoppolo in the Super Bowl? It just they, well, I mean, it, it couldn't happen because they're in the same conference. But in the NFC Championship game, that would be interesting. I think as Shanahan, though, and the way he is, and you know, he how analytical he is, and just from the way that he views things, and he knows that these opportunities are scarce, and he saw what Jimmy did and threw that pick, and just I think in his head he knows. That he needs to find that other, he needs to find it now. When does it happen? Because Jimmy's making himself money regardless. There's yeah. going to be some team that, regardless of the way this goes down, they're going to see that he made it this far, and they're going to say, "Well, that's a, that's a good quarterback." And then they're going to look at some of his box scores. They're going to say, "Yeah," and realizing that a lot of it, his inefficiency is probably due to it's it's masked by Shanahan's ability to scheme, yeah, the best. You know, basically run heavy, that run heaviest team. In, in neutral script situations, and then keeping the team uh, bootlegs, getting him rolling, getting short pass game, and then having someone like Debo, an all-out. I mean, where does Debo go next year in fantasy drafts? Oh, I think he's probably a first-round pick. I mean, how could he not be? And then, of course, you got George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in football to throw to. You know, when he came out in the draft, Garoppolo had a lot of uh, comparisons to Tony Romo. And I still see that in his game. He kind of reminds me of Tony to where he's not truly elite and he'll kind of, you know, poop the bed every now and then. 
but he does consistently give you a chance to win every year. The only difference I think I see is Tony had a better deep ball. You know, yeah. Tony could throw the deep ball. Yeah. It's just, like you said, though, bonehead, yeah. where you're just like, that's just not who what you are. What are you are. doing? That's just yeah. not who you are. Now, let's switch gears a little bit here because there was another game, the first game of the weekend. The Bengals, the Titans, Bengals 19, Titans 16, Titans, the number one seed, a public favorite, enough to where the line went to four points pregame. Yeah. A lot because... I tell you guys, I try, everyone knows in my group, I don't even like people to discuss their games with me before I make my bets because it, it just, you get persuaded. It's just the way that life works. If you're watching TV and someone makes a good point, it starts persuading you a certain way. And persuasion leads you to believe that Derrick Henry was going to go out there and he was going to run through everybody and he was going to tear down the goal. I mean, what was he not going to do? Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I'm not going to say that he didn't have a decent little game, but at the end of the day, that line was boosted by that. That line maybe should have never got to four. Me personally, we waited, and I tried to get on the Titans' money line whenever I – instead of paying minus 190, we caught them at minus 140 and minus 110, which that was the that was the value. Now, the way that game played out, man, if you told me that, that, that the Bengals were going to give up nine sacks, I say the Titans win. But then if you tell me the Titans are going to have three picks, I say the Bengals win. And – and Foreman had more rushing yards than Derrick Henry on four attempts. <laughs> you know what I mean? And what's so funny as you say that is I bet the Bengals before the game started at plus four. And then, it, you know, they got that field goal, so I was happy early. But as I was watching the pressure they were getting on Burrow, and they could not run the ball to save their life, Mixon was just getting crushed at the line of scrimmage. I, in that moment, thought like, uh, maybe I can save my money here and jump in with a live bet and maybe get the Titans at money line or, or plus points or whatever. And I was just like, uh, you know, you hate to so early in the game give up on your bet. So I just decided I, I'm going to – whatever happens, happens. I stayed on the Bengals, and that worked out. But I saw the same thing you were seeing where I was like, man, this looks bad. The Bengals, their offensive line is just getting demolished. It became a – a, a matter of Rabel getting his own way, the offensive coordinator getting his own way. Rabel, right after Foreman has the big run, gets him inside the 10, then they throw a pick. Why yes. would you throw whenever you're running it down their throats? You're running it at will. Yes. Oh, yeah, let's throw the ball here. Big mistake. Two, once they came back and A.J. Brown makes that one-hand grab, then I don't know how the hell he caught that. In double coverage. I don't know yeah. how Tannehill threw that ball. Me neither. Either way, touchdown, boom. They come up with a stop. Titans get the ball back. Titans on the 35-yard line of the Bengals. Third down and one. And you run an RPO out of the shotgun with Tannehill. An RPO. And I get the thought. Because you know, everyone's thinking, man, they're going to give it to the beast right up the middle. And if everyone bites, Tannehill's going to break. He's going to, you've seen it many times. How many times you see it? You see it, Allen. Everyone bites. And then here goes Tannehill, runs for about 15 yards. Now that, but that didn't happen. So what happened? No, they didn't really bite. They didn't really sell it well. Tannehill just kind of falls forward. Now they got a fourth and one. They run to the left side where, where, um, where, uh, Derrick Henry's been having trouble all game long, and then boom, he gets stopped for a loss. And you get the ball back. You get the ball back. Yeah, refs kind of gave him a favor with that interception that hit the ground. But it never moved. It, yeah. You, it, if it was ruled the other way, then you can't overturn it to an interception. You right. know what I mean? I think it was just a ruling. It was like, man, we can't, we can't overturn it. It was one of those deals in real time. It looked like. He caught it, but in slow motion, you're watching the ball is literally laying so on the ground. So it's kind of like, how yeah. do we overturn this? It depends on what side you were betting on. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, uh, exactly one of those. You're like, yeah. man, how do, how, what do we do with this? They get the ball back, and then you start looking at the clock, and it gets down to a third and short. I, I was all for him because I'm like, man, do not snap that ball right when it goes. If they do get stopped here, it's going to probably be an incomplete pass. You would think it stops the clock. You got to leave it at least about 30 seconds because once you punt this, the Bengals are going to be hopefully within their 20, no timeouts. This man, Ryan Tannehill, throws an interception. <laughs> if you're out there right now, you feel my pain. On that, you're just like, all right, at the, at the worst, we're going to overtime. 
I'm watching the time. I'm like, smart, Rabel. You're not stupid. You're at the, pretty much going to be at the 40 with a first down. If you can't get 25 yards in this last 30 seconds, then whatever. And a, and a pick. Titan, Titan Hugo, if you're out there listening, how did you feel? I feel your pain. The value of a good kicker was huge in that game, right? They kept talking about the Bengals drafted that kicker in the fifth round. A lot of people thought, oh, maybe that's a reach. Well, he got you in the AFC Championship. This boy told – they said right whenever they got to the, towards the kicking it, he said, they said he looked at Burrow in the sideline and he pointed at them and he goes, it looks like we're going to the AFC title mm. game, boys. And he ran out there. Now, you you see these videos that, that seem fake. You remember whenever Mahomes would throw it out of the stadium and whatnot? If you go look on, I think it's Kirk Herbstreet's Twitter, I, this thing's got to be fake. I, I don't see how it's possible. That kicker puts – there's a water bottle like in the rafters of the stadium, and that kicker doesn't hit the water bottle. He hits the the lid. You're kidding me. I, I don't know if it's true. He posts – I'm like, man, I'm not going to – I can't believe this. Like, this can't be true. This can't be true. So, yeah, go go ahead and look at it. I'm, I, if, you, if you're out there, I believe it's on Kirk Herbstreit's thing. Yeah. He's like, man, I have never seen – oh, no, it's actually on uh, – Give me a second. When we come back, I'll pull it up. I know exactly. You can probably Google it. And it's Evan McPherson's his name. He had four field goals yesterday, long of 54. And they were all right on the money. I mean, he was incredible. 713-780-3776. If you got anything to say, to disagree about, to say anything about what we're going on, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to give you a maximum. I can't give you this, the, the football plays today. We're going to break it down from every angle, but I just can't. If you want those, you got to go to jerrybosports.com straight up. Now, I will give you this. Bayern Munich's about to kick off in two minutes, and they're in Germany, and I think Bayern Munich's going to score over two and a half goals. Go ahead and get that now. You'll listen to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports. Money line on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Shout out again to everyone hanging out. King of Twitch, Chuck D. Chuck D says, Tannehill's trash. I agree. The only problem is that they're stuck with him in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And Julio is, he's done. You know, like, but A.J. Brown's awesome. And, and not even, not I'm really going to say that Julio's done because he had his moments yesterday. It just, that's always hurt. That's yeah, and that's the thing. You, if someone, whenever this, whenever that trade or or that whenever the acquisition was made, not the trade, but whenever they were able to get him, um, you thought, all right, if he could stay healthy, if now if you could look back and they told you, man, he's going to play this amount of games, this is going to be his production. Is it worth it? I don't think you go out there and make that move. No, because he makes a lot of money, and he's missing a lot of time. I mean, just think about it. Him and A.J. Green were in that same draft, you know, in that top ten. That was a long time ago. You make me feel old. Right? 713-780-3776. If your back just started hurting, thanks to Josh. Hey, T.D. Pookie in the house. Sup, Moneyline. What's up? Asymmetric risk. Hitting Ganyu wins by decision on 1,000. 20 pay 200. Yeah, for all my uh, UFC fans, and Ganyu uh, wins. I don't know how the hell they went to decision. I don't know how the hell he was wrestling, but he pulled that out to hear that he had blown his knee not long ago, and he didn't even – I knew something was up when he came in with those straps over his knee, but he ended up pulling it out. I'm not sure what's going to happen from the UFC standpoint going forward as far as contracts, but, yeah, big win for asymmetric risk. Back to football and, though, today's games. Okay, and someone just asked right now, how do I get those picks? JerryBowSports.com. Hit me up on Twitter. I'm selling those picks. Buy one week, get three free for Moneyliners. Either way, Rams, Bucks, what was your first thought whenever this line came out? Are you, what are you on the Richter scale as far as how passionate you are about this bet? I don't love it. But this happens to me very often. 
is that I always want to bet on Tom Brady because I'm like, why would I ever bet against Tom Brady? You know what I mean? Like, But the Rams have been looking good, and it worries me that, I mean, Tom's got Gronk and he's got Mike Evans, and I'm worried that Mike Evans is going to just get wiped out by Jalen Ramsey. You know, Ramsey's historically has done very well on Mike Evans. So I'm like, who's he going to get the ball to? You know, I guess you got Lenny Fournette. He'll he'll check the ball down to. And, you know, some of those other guys will mix him in there. But I'm a little worried if Mike Evans is blanketed by Ramsey, how are they going to move the ball? So, But when I was looking at this line early in the week, it was even money, minus three bucks. But it kept moving. So I was like, let me see if I can get within that three number. And then sure enough, it went down to two and a half like yesterday or the day before. And I fired on the bucks. So... I like them less than a field goal, but I don't love it. So I'm just putting that out there. It's only because I always bet on Tom, and you know, I, I bet on him in the Super Bowl last year. Jerry knows we've been doing the show now. This is our fourth football season. I'm always the I would bet on Brady against the Chiefs. I was always that guy, but I don't feel great about it. Where are you on this game? Raheem Morris is going to tell a lot about the way the way that he's played Jalen Ramsey this year. It's been weird because usually you would be like, man, he's going to shadow coverage, and and that's it. That's not who Jalen Ramsey's been this year. He's no. been he's he stayed to one side and 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 then shadowed more the middle, not one particular player. But they've used him kind of as that that let me take away anything in the middle as well, and and allows him to ball hawk. Okay, but Mike Evans last week, whenever I was breaking down that game, it was like man Darius Slay's gonna shadow. He mm-hmm. Mike Evans ate him up. Yeah, he did. So then you look back to the first time these teams played, Mike Evans ate them up too. Mike Evans is gonna see. He has to see more target share, obviously. But where does the ball go whenever a big play needs to be made? And I think Gronk's going to have to eat today. It's going to have to be on Gronk. It is. Here's what's interesting about the Ramsey thing. You're totally right about how they used him this year. But when they would play Hopkins, they'd, they'd put Ramsey on Hopkins a lot. You know, So it was kind of game-dependent. And I wonder if, since Mike Evans is really their only threat now, because there's no Chris Godwin. There's no Antonio Brown. You know, don't you think if... You know, hey, we'll put Ramsey on Evans, and then we'll make Brady have to find another way to beat us. I wonder if they put him on there a little more because there is no great option B or option C. What is it going to be? You know, Scotty Phillips or whatever. Uh, it's not Scotty Phillips. What's Miller. Scotty Miller. Is it going to be him? I mean, who who else is he going to get the ball to? So I wonder if they use Ramsey a little bit more on Evans because of those injuries. If if the Bucks can run that ball. That's another question. How healthy is Fournette? Yeah. That's we, a question. We don't know. Like, can't, there's a reason that he didn't make it back last game. And then they say he was real ginger this week. So how far into this game does he go? Because I'm with you. It's just so many options how this game could be played out on the Rams defensive side of the ball. Because I, if they can create pressure, we know that. There's offensive line issues, injuries. It's yeah. a two pro, all pros. So then you say, if, and again, I'm not no X and O head coach, but I'll tell you this, I'm doing, I'm, I'm mixing it. Sometimes I'm going to let Ramsey go on Evans, or sometimes I'm going to double Evans with two nobodies, mm-hmm. whoever else, and I'm going to let Ramsey go with Gronk. Yep. You know what I mean? And at that point, it's like, Evans isn't just a guy that's going to beat double coverage like that. So it's like, he's not a, he's, uh, he's just not a, like a, yeah, like an Adams guy to me. He's more of a, in the red zone, throwing that ball up mm-hmm. there, he might, and if you take away Gronk, then what does Brady have? And that's that's a great point. And Ramsey can do that because he's a big corner. You know, he can go on Gronk. He can go on Mike Evans, who's a really tall receiver. See, I think last week Slay's a good corner, but he's not big. Mike Evans was able to just outsize him. And they were running man. Yes. So, and man, he would shake him, use his body, and he was bodying him out. You're right. Now, how much does the other injury on the other side of the ball, one Andrew Whitworth, out? Mm. Okay. That's big. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. It's the left tackle. It's the blind spot. And he's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All pro. Yes. Now you get Shaq Barrett in that mm-hmm. spot. That's where he lines up. <laughs> yep. Trouble. And a Matt Stafford who <sighs> you know what he can turn into. And that okay, so then that's another angle. And like again, we got two two games to break down, so we're gonna really talk football on here. We don't have time to talk about anything else other than just let's break down this game. Woodworth. Blindside. So if you're McVay, he's thinking exactly what you just said. Man, I, so what does that mean? Get the ball, rid of the ball quick. That ball's going to have to come out quick. Mm-hmm. We know that the Bucks can stop the run. That's their strength. Yep. 
But you saw how Cam Akers got wild. Yeah. Buck wild. He looked great last week. Does that lean you to anywhere on the total? Do you think that McVay goes out there and throws it more often, knowing that they really can't run the ball, knowing that that's where he can take advantage of the Bucks is throwing against them? Who's going to stop Cup? I, I think he'll be balanced. I mean, that's when they are at their best, they can mix the run, the play action, and the, the downfield passing game. But, yeah, I think Cup goes off every week pretty much. I mean, he's just he runs so many of those inside routes, it's hard to know. You know, to line up somebody on him because he's always in one of the sl- – and they'll often run two guys on these inside routes, so he's hard to predict where he's going to be. But, yeah, they have to run the ball. And th- down the stretch, the Bucks were not as strong against the run as they were earlier in the season. They so, were a little softer. Yeah, they're going to try with Akers. They're going to try. They Whether they have success or not, I don't know, but they're going to try. If you go back to that first game, Cup went off for 9-96, two touchdowns Oops. on 12 targets. The Bucks. Only two teams have allowed more points to the wide receiver position. It's all on Sean Murphy bunting to stop Cooper Cup. Now bunting's coming up on one leg. He's been hurt. So you ask yourself, how do they stop the pass game of the Rams? How do they minimize the big play? Because now you got to worry about what Odell Beckham because Van Jefferson has been pushed to the side somewhat. Jefferson's last six target counts. One, three, five, six, two, three. With that being said, though, if you're playing DFS today and you're in one of those million makers and you're like, man, five bucks, I'm trying to, you're telling your wife, I'm about to win 200000 Watch this. This is the game where you go of a Jefferson. I'm not saying that Jefferson's going to go out there and do it, but if everyone's going to be on Odell Beckham and no one's going to be on Jefferson, Jefferson catches one or two long balls, gets in the end zone, you just made a big, big jump because Cooper Cup's going to be owned 50-something percent, 60% like he should be. So then you got to find that other zig to zag. Yes. And that could be Jefferson. It could be. And, you know, yesterday was, you know, A.J. Brown was the guy that you wanted to be on. And and I was tempted to be on Julio, but I was like, nah, he's probably going to get hurt or, or let me down. And, no, it was all about A.J. Brown. But I think this is going to be an interesting one for sure. You, who's going to be the Tampa guy that surprises? You know, because Gio was actually pretty decent for you Tampa it, last week. You took week. it right out of my mouth. I was just about to say, you got to go back to who Brady was in these kind of games and games that they might have not had the best roster, but then they were going to use coaching and, and small game situations. And then you're going to remember one James White. Mm-hmm. And that guy made a living on these kind of games. And you saw Gio get loose. I don't know where, where Lenny is. So then with all that being said, it's going to have to be Gio. It's going to have to be... A lot of moving the ball, a lot of script for the Bucks. I believe, again, that Wentworth, man, that's big. That's big. Th- th- that line's going to come. And if they hit, they get to they get to uh, Stafford on that blind side or, or Stafford gets hit a few from the blind side and he starts hearing footsteps in his head, he's going to start letting go of that ball. And what does Stafford do? Let's take away last week because they went off last week. But before that, that team had eight turnovers in two weeks. Mm-hmm. He had four picks in two weeks. They haven't been good on the back half of the regular season, especially Stafford. It's trouble. Now, from a fantasy perspective, now there's only two games. Anything from here that you can give to the money liners as far as DFS is, is how you feel. Who's the highest scoring uh, scoring quarterback today? Does it come from this game or does it come from the first or the second game? I'm oh, sorry. Man. I, I, I'd have to nod to the, the Chiefs and the Bills. I mean, we know what those two offenses are are capable of and if they're going back and forth we always talk about that right jerry if you think one quarterback's going to be really good in a game then you should think that the other quarterback in that game is going to have to keep up and he's going to put up some points too so that's my guess you got to think i mean these are two pretty good offenses here as well but with tyree kill and stefan diggs yeah i i think the kc game i would imagine would have more points who's the highest scoring tight end today will it be gronk will it be kelsey Will it be Fort Knox? You know, Dawson Knox has been pretty good. Like He's not bad as far as value goes, but you got to think that Kelsey's going to be a big part of what the Chiefs do. I mean, how do you go against him? I can't give you the spread winners, but every time that he gives me something that I'm on, as far as player pros, I'm going to give it to you. And with that note, over 71 yards for Kelsey, doesn't that seem low? I, I, 71? I would be on that. You got it. I would definitely fire on the over. Over 71 yards for Travis Kelsey is an official bet. I'm going to even give you a same-game parlay of straight-up props. 
Go ahead and pull that one up, and I'm going to give you some more to get to from that game. We're going to pull the same game parlay on the Chiefs-Bills game. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5. Listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back. Like the song says, get money. That's what we're going to try to do on a big, big Sunday in the NFL. Just a kind of a weak spot in my heart just hit when Josh and I just realized that after today, there's going to be only three games left. We got three games left in the season, man. Three! It went by, and we had an extra regular season game. This thing is flown by. Spoiled we are. We really are. And, and quickly, I wanted, I was talking to Jerry during the break. Uh, spot Rack put this out on Twitter. I thought it was interesting. With the Packers next season, their wide receivers, Devontae Adams, unrestricted free agent. Lazard, restricted free agent. Valdez Scantling, unrestricted free agent. St. <laughs> Brown, unrestricted free agent. And your boy, Randall Cobb, he's back on the books for $9.5 million. Cool. What do you think Rogers thinking about that situation? He's out of there. Now yeah, that, he's like, gone. Now that you say that, that's exactly what he's, I mean, he's out of there. It's, it's gotta it, be. He's gone. Where does he end up? The door's going to be open for sure. Not only is for the reason that he still has a lot left in the tank, but for the reason that Roger sells wherever he goes, yes. butts are going to be in the seats. But from an organizational standpoint, seeing the way that Rogers is, how do you approach him if you're an organization that's not going to let him take full force? Now, if he goes to a, to a, and I'm not going to, obviously Jacksonville's got their quarterback, but I'm talking about a small franchise to where he can dominate what's being said. That's once. But if he goes to someone else where they're like, no, that's not the way we're doing it. You know what you're getting with Rodgers bringing him in now. He showed that he's an outlaw. He's a rebel out of hell. Rebel without a cause. Uh He looks like a folk singer. He does all those commercials now with the guitars and everything. I still don't. I don't like long hair uh, Rodgers in that helmet, right? Like, it just doesn't sit right to me. He got to get rid of the hair. Yeah, because he grew it out for that John Wick costume for Halloween. Halloween was a long time ago, so I guess he's just going to roll with it. I was, <laughs> I was trying to think of, like, where would be a good fit for him, you know, like because we, we've heard the rumors that Sean Payton might not be back with the Saints. It's funny you say that, yeah. though, because many were painting him to the Saints, but then a little rumors are saying that Sean Payton wants to know where Rodgers is going or like, or vice versa. They, mm. want, they might be playing off each other. That, see, that would make sense, especially if Taysom Hill's not back. But like you said, Saints are in cap hell, you know, but – Michael Thomas is kind of a similar receiver to Devontae Adams when he's at his best. Super. Yeah, so you could see maybe Rodgers like, hey, if I throw to Michael Thomas, that wouldn't be the – and Kamara? That, and Kamara's kind of similar to Aaron Jones. My goodness. Think about what Josh just said, and you realize how big of the drop-off for Michael Thomas because for a while there, before Devontae Adams just really broke off this little and, – and, and Rodgers had that MVP. But – if you looked at them, they were pretty even for a while there as far as production. Like, they were both getting production. And you would think, I mean, Michael yeah. Thomas, Devontae Adams? Now it's if someone asks you that, you're, you're, th- you're looking at them like crazy. Like, what are you thinking about, man? I, I'm taking Adams every day of the week. That's how quick Michael Thomas is falling off. Yes. Or ha- is it the situation and does he go back to, you know, being back to where he was, Michael Thomas? Or did we see flaws in him now realizing that you hear that, his rehab didn't go the way they – he didn't show up to, to rehab the way he should have, and maybe that is why they, uh, it, it took extended time to re, uh, recover from this. It's that – I mean – Yeah, and, I mean, we got to remember, he had Drew Brees. You're going to have some fall off after Brees. But to me, I think Michael Thomas is one of those guys where he's kind of gotten nutty after he got that big paycheck. You know what I mean? Like, Devontae Adams got that big contract, and he's been the same dude. Michael Thomas is kind of – Maybe he got a little too fat and happy with that contract. Does yesterday's result do anything as far as for Rodgers going forward? One question that's easy. Does today's result for Brady do anything? And that's the main question here. And I asked that as a two-part question because, okay, say Rodgers would have went and won the Super Bowl and everything went fine and dandy. Does that maybe give him more of a 
of a uh, the Packers saying, you know what, let's keep this together. Like, let's make this work. Do the Packers maybe come to the table and say, yeah, let's make this work because it did. We just did win the Super Bowl, and you're back to back MVP and whatnot. Does that result yesterday make it more of man? This is a breakup waiting to happen. Part question one and two. How does that relate to Brady's situation today? I think with Rogers' situation, yeah, he would be back because winning cures all, right? Rogers would be in a great mood. He won a Super Bowl. He he got that second Super Bowl to put him up in that tier of the best of the best. But he's going to have that bad taste in his mouth, losing again, losing at home, not not being able to really score any points. So everybody's going to point to him. So I think he's going to be like, man, I'm out of here. Whether that's the right decision or not, I just think emotionally he's going to be like, I want to get out of here. As far as Brady, we're already seeing reports that he might retire after this year, which we have not been hearing that. He has not committed to playing next year. So I think for Brady, I think this might be it, whether they win or lose. So then you ask yourself for Brady, when he made that move instead of riding off into the sunset, what was it to prove that he can win a Super Bowl? Inside himself, no matter what, to say, man, I could do it without Belichick. One. Yep. Did it. Then this year, he basically broke every, I mean, he, he's thrown more yards, more touchdowns than he ever has. He's second most attempts in NFL history. He proved himself individually. He's still that guy. So what is there for him to prove to himself or to anybody anymore? He proved it on a team level last year. He proved it on an individual level this year that he's still... What is there left? Does winning or losing, you say it probably doesn't matter. What do you think, Sean? If the Bucks win or lose, either which way does it go, does that, I guess, push Brady into retirement or not? I think a win makes it more, oh, a Super Bowl win makes it more likely that he wins two without Belichick, rides off in, into the sunset. I just can't see him, I mean, being this ultimate competitor and that kind of being his story, and then he loses, you know, say he loses today, losing the divisional round, and then he retires like that. That that seems weird. It also seems weird that he would do it without at least some sort of retirement tour, maybe not a full, like, year-long Derek Jeter one, Kobe Bryant one, but, like, one where he kind of drops hints throughout the uh, throughout the year. Yeah, it makes sense. It's It just, to me, it, it, we talk about, like, how fast things happen. It seems like, it went from maybe, man, he's real happy during the year when Godwin was doing his thing, and then all of a sudden now it's – and then maybe the Antonio Brown situation. Brady's an old guy. He's like, man, this is some kid stuff. Yeah. Arians is over there slapping players in the helmet. Yeah, we haven't even talked about that. And yeah. Now you're starting to see a lot about Arians as well. Not to say that Antonio Brown's not a nut job mm-hmm. and, and that he's not off, not a me guy because that's all he's doing out there. I'm watching more and more. I like when he sat down with Brandon Marshall the other day, and, you know, that means him and Brandon Marshall's relationship's real tight because Brandon's like, hey, chill, chill, chill. He's like, sit, come on. He's like, breathe, come on, sit. And then he's like, all right, I'm listening, I'm listening. And Brown's like, I'm listening, I'm listening. And then he'll, and, and it was more of a genuine, like, man, he wasn't like on that, on that other podcast when the other guys were just blowing his horn when he's mm-hmm. like, moment of silence for Antonio Brown. Those guys are like, yeah, moment of silence. Like, that was different. With Brandon Marshall, it was different because Brandon Marshall told him, whenever I was playing, all that mattered towards the end was I wanted to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, I wanted to be remembered for that. Nothing else mattered. And then Brown kind of just sits there kind of like, man, like, you could tell it hit him. So, again, hey, let's get to Todd. He has some talk about the Rodgers situation. Todd, you're on Moneyline. What's going on? Hey, fellas. Love the show, man. I always drag my hungover ass out of bed on Sunday morning just to listen to you. (laughs) Appreciate that. Uh, what do you think of the uh, possibility of Aaron Rodgers on the move, maybe a two-year deal to uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers? I know you're a Pittsburgh guy, Jerry. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Todd. You know, I was thinking about that as one of the one of the landing spots. I, I, that makes a lot of sense to me. Win-now situation. Got some good receivers. Yeah. Got running back. Yeah, I mean, they, they made the playoffs with Big Ben playing like he did this year. Imagine if they had Aaron Rodgers. What do you Does, think? And Deontay Johnson to throw I mean, to? I, I mean, can't get this grin off my face. Yeah, he just left me. I'm like, I don't even know how to react. I don't know how to react with him saying that. Just, I'm in. I mean, what what else can I say other than I've heard rumors, though, that maybe, but remember, now we got to go, I got to fight Denver for him. Mm-hmm. I got to find a few teams that are trying to try to be right there. There's a few situations that have receivers and, and have everyone. I mean, even teams that don't need a quarterback, quarterbacks beware right now. If you're in a situation, 
If you think your spot's safe, if Rogers goes on the market, nobody's safe. Nobody's hide safe. Hide your kids, hide your wives, hide your vaccines. Nobody's <laughs> safe. And, I mean, if, th- if you think about it, Big Ben, Big Ben's contract is coming off the books. So they're going to have more money to Huge. spend. Huge. You know, that's 20. And it was supposed to be in the 25 range. That's so, so hilarious about Ben preseason whenever there was rumors about, like, did the Steelers even He came to them. He sounded like, you know, it's like an intervention. And they were, the whole family sitting there. Rooney's are sitting there. They, they got the Pouncy twins sitting there making gumbo. Big Ben comes in like, what's up? What's up, guys? What's up? And like, what's going on? Why are you What that long face? Ben, sit. Before they can even get to their intervention, Ben says, you know what? Before y'all get to that, I'll take a pay cut. Mm-hmm. Everyone's looking around like, well, I guess we didn't have to break it. <laughs> Give him some gumbo. That's exactly what happened there. He they read were, the room. He yeah. read the room. He walked into his intervention like, what the hell are y'all doing around on this couch? I've seen this show. He's all strung out. Yeah, walking his in dad's there. got tears. <laughs> you know, he walks in. Yeah, he's got like, he's got like a tall boy with the with the brown baggie around it. You know, he yes. walks in, cigarette behind his ear, the bur- the half burnt one. Yep. Pulls it out. He's like, what the hell are y'all doing here? I thought y'all were out of town. And then he reads the room. He's like, before y'all say it, I'll take a pay cut. I'll take a pay cut. <laughs> I know one thing you're not going to take is a pay cut today on mybookie.ag. Mm. I'm giving you the Kelsey props. We need the Bayern bet right now. I'm going to give you some more Italian bets because I have two games I'm going to get to. Again, I have so much to get to, and it's all at mybookie.ag using promo code BET975. Why? Because that's what we use, and that's why we use them. We like to get paid. That's their slogan, get paid. That's what we do this for, to get paid, and there's no problem with that. Customer service, A1. The setup, A1. Everything that you possibly need from them, you get from that book. And I've been around the block when it comes to these books. I've had guys, I tell you, they don't pay. They All of a sudden, the system's down. I've had everything happen in this industry. But with mybookie.ag, I found someone that I could trust in and someone that you can trust in as well. And if you don't believe me, Take it up for yourself. Promo code BET975. Open up that account. They're going to match your deposit, and you get to winning. It's a winning situation. we got an hour left on this show here. I hope you're enjoying it because it's my bookie bringing it to you, and I'm going to keep on bringing it live. There's more bets coming. Open up mybookie.ag. This is Moneyline ESPN 97.5. To call into the HRNP listener line, dial 713-780-ESPN. Administration of employee benefits is a hassle. Let HRP eliminate those burdens and save you money. Visit hrp.net today. 